What's up everybody? Thank you so much for joining us once again on another coffee roaster warm-up session. Literally, we're gonna be roasting in about an hour right after this episode. Uh, but yeah, today we have a really interesting topic, which was spurred from an Instagram conversation that Sergi you had, yep. which we'll get into quite shortly. But before that, let's pour some brews. Let's go. Let's do it. What are we? Uh, what are we drinking? Have some. Nicaraguan from Trailhead, right? Trailhead, yeah, from up in Portland. Which, this coffee is super interesting because the reason I got it was because we've been cupping a lot of coffee from Gold Mountain. Yeah. And I saw that Trailhead was one of the roasting companies that sourced it from them. So, yeah, that's a whole other concept that I'm going to probably dive in, talking about choosing a coffee strictly with the producer in mind. Honestly, that's the first time I've ever done that. I've yeah. never, like looked at producers and said that maybe I have, but this was like very evident. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's got a little, like, we're saying like a spice on the nose. Yeah. Um, like a very good seasonal coffee. Yeah. Like something you'd release around like the holiday season. That's yes. kind of, that fits that vibe. Yeah. You got some nice sweetness on a nose. I love when a coffee is so sweet. When you smell it, you can almost taste the sweetness. It's like yeah. sticking your nose into a, you know, like mm. bag of like unhealthy candy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's true. It does have a candied flavor to it. And, I don't know. Um, I brewed it last night on pour over and this thing came out way better. On Maybe batch hit, brew. Yeah, on batch brew. Yeah. Good old Breville, man. Love that machine. Dude, yeah. We uh, actually picked up a little Breville for the roastery. Uh, you know, just like a classic home, uh, what is it, like a 12 cup thing brewer or something yeah. like that. Um, just does a spectacular job. And so many like, all like fidgety, gimmicky, like not get actually I want to say it's gimmicky, but it's like nerdy. Like you can yeah. modulate the bloom time, and the flow rate and all that yeah. fun stuff that um, we like to always talk about. So. Sweet. Yeah. You want to pull up a quote, yeah, the, the comment, and then we can get right into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it started with um, this post by um, 108 Gram Coffee. Um, that is Zach, Zach Specialty Coffee and Vinyl. He has some cool photos that I like yeah. on there. Um, but he had this post, and I'm not going to read it all. Y'all should check it out. It's on his gram. Um, but it's about perfectionism, which is a very interesting topic, especially for us. We're both Enneagram ones, which is Enneagram ones struggle with um, overthinking things, being perfectionists and hyperanalyzing stuff, give, right? Give, give it a quick rundown what the Enneagram is and why, oh, why that even yeah. matters. Just a quick little rundown. Yeah. You can get into a rabbit hole with it. Dude, Let's yeah. go. Basically, the Enneagram is, gosh, quickly, it's... Not a personality test, but it basically kind of breaks down how people tick, how people function. It's not a rabbit hole personality test. Like if you're this, you're going to act this way all the time. It basically gives you an overview of how you process information according to your childhood experience. That good? Yeah, yeah I think, cool. I think yeah, that works. Just so people know, like kind of like a little backstory. And really, if you haven't taken the Enneagram test, uh, I would recommend you do. Uh, it'll just give you a little bit more insights to yourself. And Sergi and I both scored uh, a one on the Enneagram, which is the 
the basic title is perfectionist or the other nice way of saying is a reformer, reformer yeah. which also fits kind of. So this is why this comic kind of like is super personal to us as well. For sure. And I basically commented back about saying that for me, perfection is this journey of exploration. And I got a response to my comment and the response was this. It was, um, Sergi, good stuff. I'm sure it's even more satisfying when you're roasting the coffee that goes into the cup which he's right, it's cool. Um, how do you separate evaluating your work from just enjoying it? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a super great... Good question. Man, good question. A sol super solid question. A good way of putting it. And really, you know, based on... Because I do like a lot of video work and photo work, creative work. Um, I play a couple instruments, you know, every once in a while. And... Uh, especially in the artsy creative realm, mm -hmm. I think that gets even more harder to deal with. Maybe not, I don't know. But like, it's really hard for me to enjoy anything that I shoot photo-wise or video-wise. Like I can pour hours and hours into a video and still like, literally I showed you a video an hour ago and I was watching that and I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> like there's so much that could be fixed, so much that could be changed. The what ifs, the man, I could do this better, this better, that better. And it's actually hard to enjoy sometimes the, you know, the fruit of our labor. Yeah. Just because it's that inner critic that's like, man, you could go a step harder, better, faster, you know, whatever it is. And that separating, critiquing your work and actually enjoying it, um, you know, pursuing perfectionism and excellence, yeah. but then also settling and being able to enjoy it for what it is, is really difficult, yeah. really difficult. I mean, I think for me, especially with photos, definitely, I can definitely understand what you're talking about. But I think specifically, I remember, um, like at Makeworth, Corey will give me a compliment on a pour and be like, dude, that was an excellent pour. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. You know what I mean? It's almost like, I see the little bump I had. I see the little breath I had that threw my flow rate off. And then the latte art is, you know, leaning a little to one side. But for someone else, it's like, that was phenomenal. And I forget and I don't have that ability to just enjoy what I just did in the moment right now. You know what I mean? And that's sad to me. That's, that's, that's very sad because you can always get better. You know what I mean? You can, there's always room for growth. But when you're yeah. always critiquing yourself, yes. when you're always evaluating yourself, you lose that awe, that essence of like, man, I did this or I'm consuming this or I get to enjoy this like a cup of coffee. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it definitely sucks out like the um, the reason why you even do what you do. You know, like I know. Yeah, I mean, that for you, that latte art for me, it's a lot of times like videos, video work that I do and. It's so visual and, you know, for your typical person, the, the excuse that I always come up with is like, oh, they just don't have an eye for it and they don't see all those things. Like, you know, if I show like, you know, you a video, it'd be like, oh, great. But if I show, uh, you know, Roger Deakins, uh, you know, Mr. Scorsese or, yeah. you know, Steven Spielberg and be yeah. like, hey, look at the video I made. I know he's going to look at that and just like... Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's it's cute. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of like 
where I kind of get into a rut where I'm always like, oh man, it's hard for me to take compliments from, you know, just, uh, I don't want to say like a normal person, but just like your peers around because I'm always comparing my work to the greats. Yeah. And I forget that, you know, Martin Scorsese didn't become great, you know, over two years. You know, Roger Deakins isn't shooting, you know, 1917 and he started filmmaking two days before Gal got on set. You know, like all these greats, all these people, you know, like the, it, they've been in the industry. They've been practicing their art for years and decades until now they're winning uh, Oscars, you know, all these awards. And me, I'm at the beginning of kind of my craft and I'm comparing myself to the greats yeah and i'm failing to see the success of today right now yeah you know like i'm better than i was a year ago mm-hmm. i can say that confidently and actually that's probably the that's probably the mindset that we should have around mm-hmm. something like this yeah. instead of you know instead of just like comparing ourselves to something like a really impossible uh you know I can't have 30 years of experience when, you know, I'm not even 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think you brought up comparing, like how then would you separate comparing from being inspired? Because you have to look at, we talked about like Peter McKinnon, you know what I mean? You have to look at his photo style and kind of receive inspiration to do something like that or something creative without mimicking and turning yep. inspiration into like mimic or then being like, I'll never be good enough. I will never shoot a photo like that. Yeah, that's that's extremely difficult and hard. I know I always remember what Casey Neistat, he's like a vlogger, um, very famous, popular. He said once, he quoted somebody else. I don't remember. I think it was that Dr. Seuss might've actually said that, that comparison is the thief of all joy. And um, man, that resonated with me so much because I'm like, yeah, every time I get into a rut of comparison, that's it just steals all my joy. And it steals any any drive mm-hmm. to create more, to roast more, mm-hmm. to um, you know, to get better at my craft. Instead, it like puts you in a in this closet and kind of strangles you, strangles that creativity and says, hey, somebody's better, so don't even, you know, don't even try, you're just a nobody. And that's where I think is where I kind of always have to monitor myself, is like the moment that I am like gaining inspiration from, you know, great filmmakers, photographers, or, you know, whether that's in roasting, when I, when I buy, a, uh, when we buy coffee from another roasting company, I'm like, dude, this is spectacular. Like our coffees don't match up to this, but the moment when, it stops pushing me to get better and fuels my passion for it. And it starts quenching my passion and starts um, putting me down internally. That's when I know the scale has tipped. It's it's too far and I need to, you know, stop watching something, stop analyzing something, stop tasting coffees maybe. And just focus on my craft at hand. Yeah, I think like you said, comparison stifles action. It actually is like water on a fire. Like yeah, it yeah. basically creates a bunch of smoke, a bunch of chaos, but it does, doesn't lead to further action. Mm-hmm. But inspiration will always like push you forward and always encourage you, won't like condemn you. It'll just push you forward and be like, hey, you can actually create something similar or something that inspires you. And I, 
I think like basically all, all art, all aspects of art and creativity are pretty subjective, right? And I think, especially when we start roasting coffee, like we've noticed that one of the important parts of roasting is finding good green. And to a degree, like the pool is about the same pool of importers that majority of big roasting companies are picking coffees up, you know what I mean? So the pool is kind of the same, but then adding that uniqueness through the roasting process and then tasting someone else's uniqueness in their roast profile and be like, man, okay, I see that. Like I, I experienced that. I enjoy that going back to the post. Like, man, I don't have to sit on the reevaluation time and like process like all the time and think about it all the time. You can just receive, like take it in and then move forward by saying, all right, we're going to roast today. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a really big thing that I, you know, it was a hard, always hard for me to accept the fact that art is subjective. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about that. It's like, it's hard. Uh, yeah. It's hard for me to say like, oh, you just take a phone with your, you know, with take a camera, take a shot with your phone of a rock uh, on the beach and say, oh, that's 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 as beautiful yeah. as the Mona Lisa. That's yeah. that's rated the same. You know, yeah. you could sell it for a million dollars or whatever. Yeah. It's a that's that's kind of difficult, but you know, I think that's a big part that you know we need to keep in mind is that with coffee, it's like yes, taste is subjective. Mm-hmm. With especially in specialty coffee where like, yeah. oh no, only light specialty roast. coffee yeah. has to be light roast. And you know, some mm-hmm. people, if it's not a natural, it's not great, you know, like, yeah. but really realizing that like, yeah, we can cup a coffee and we're like, man, we, we just, this roast is just not quite there yet. Like we've had a better roast and then you give it to somebody, somebody's like, dude, that's, that was an insane coffee and realizing like, art is subjective these a lot of some of these things are subjective Mm -hmm. and being able to find hope and um inspiration in that and peace in that for yourself yeah to know that like you know we can both watch 1917 the film and say somebody can say oh that's the worst movie ever and somebody can be like like me i'm like dude that's one of the best films i've ever watched in my life yeah Totally. But the guy's overqualified at what he's doing, you yeah. know? So even the even what the greats are doing of our time, whether that's in roasting or in, you know, filmmaking, whatever it is, that at the end of the day, it's subjective and we need to be able to realize that even though we might not like our work and what we did, somebody else, else does. And their opinion actually matters. Like. Yeah. Just because they're just a normal person, maybe yeah. they've never picked up a camera. Maybe yeah. they don't have the most refined palate. Yeah. But them saying, "Hey, dude, that was a beautiful roast. Like, I really enjoyed yeah. that coffee," is actually something worth taking personally and saying, "Wow, thank yeah. you." You know, and that's hard. Yeah, we're not like roasting for Q graders. You know, our demographic aren't Q graders. Mm-hmm. But also with that mm-hmm. with that in mind, just because our demographic might not have a refined palate like a Q grader. Still, the idea of bringing and offering your best and crafting something that you've given, like, everything you have and understanding and meticulous, like, intentional movements that we make with gas changes, like air, like, the whole process, even the fact that trying to make sure our bean, the green coffee, is, like, the right temperature before it goes. Like, all of those meticulous details, I think 
they also like kind of spur this like idea of like, man, we want to give our all. We want to give excellence. Like yeah. that's the goal. Like, yes, sometimes it doesn't go as planned, but at the end of the day, like we just want to give the best. Yeah, totally, man. Yeah, that's so, so well said. And I think at some point you're going to have to, um, I don't, I don't want to say like settle, but that's something I'm kind of learning my learning for myself is sometimes I have to say like, it's, it's good. It's good. And we need yeah. to just enjoy it for what it is. It's not the best I could do. Mm-hmm. It's not the best in the world, yeah. but just take whatever you've created, whatever you've made and mm-hmm. be like, man, I'm content, you know, and content is also not the same as being satisfied. You know, and I think oftentimes we'll all will also mix those two things up. Mm-hmm. We're like, man, I have to be satisfied. Well, you know, for especially for people who are perfectionists, yeah. satisfaction is kind of hard to find. I mean, may never be found, yeah. but you can be content and say, dude, I've given this is the best I can do. Yeah. I'm growing. I'm going to be a better roaster in six months than I was today. Yeah. But as of today, this is the best I could do. Yeah. Um. On, t- on top of that, I, I want to go a little deeper and say perfectionism can look re- is great in some ways because that's what drives us to be the best. You know, like yeah. we're like always like, dude, let's up the bar. Let's learn something more. Let's let's ask a more a, a, a deeper question. Let's study a little bit more tests, mm-hmm. try all this stuff. But it's also a flaw. Totally. In the yeah. sense of like... Um, it, it uncovers some inner insecurities. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, dude, you dropped me on that. That's a hard one. Yeah. That's a very, very vulnerable one. It's like, basically, it's a sense of feeling like you're not good enough because you believe that your work reflects who you are. And it's judgment, man. Like, it's basically being, being the judge of your life is like looking at yourself and being like, man, like, I'm not good enough. Am I really worthy enough? Like, should I really be doing that? And this hyper criticism that's within you that I know personally from my experience, it's never driven me to be a better person. It actually like it made me a worse person. Like, I mean, I not to get once again, like very heavy, but like I've struggled with depression. You know what I mean? Times where I'm like, dude, I don't want to do anything. I'd rather not do anything because I'm probably not going to do it good enough anyway so why not just sleep and stay in bed today yeah you know what i mean why not just go to work clock in clock out and just go to bed again like and i've been in those ruts like you know what i mean and that comes from this like very negative perspective of like basically like doom and gloom like it's not gonna get better and i think that's the dark side of perfectionism like that people want to think that man i'm a perfectionist because i do everything good no perfectionists actually think that everything they do sucks yeah like that's that's a very hard one something i've definitely found also in myself is like it's it's uncovers like a lot of insecurity and it it just makes me feel like if i don't do something to the best that i can imagine not even capable of you may not even be capable of doing that like your skill set your resources how much you know like how much we know in roasting in our you know photo stuff video stuff is limited and we're always learning but our imagination spurs further than that 
And we say, if we can't do to the greatest of our imagination, then we're not good enough. Mm -hmm. It's not worth being shared with. It's not worth putting out to the world. It's not worth actually giving to somebody to enjoy. So not only are we robbing ourselves of of really practicing our creativity, which is a muscle that you need to exercise. Like, I mean, the same reason why everybody who asks us like, hey, what should I do? I'm trying to start a roasting company. We're always like, go find a job at a roastery. Yeah. Go learn. Yeah. Why is because you kind of have to, it's 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 a skill set that you need to exercise and work out and be better. And same with creativity. You'll never become a great photographer if you don't start taking crappy photos. Yeah, exactly. So you're 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 stripping this insecurity is stripping you from growing mm-hmm. to achieve that someday. But then also it's stripping you from sharing the the skills and the art and the creativity that you can share with somebody else who will enjoy it. Yeah. So you're robbing yourself of growth, but then you're also robbing somebody else of growth. Mm-hmm. Of not growth, but robbing somebody else of enjoying a piece of beautiful creative art that you might actually yeah. enjoy you know like it's like if we were to say ah oh, like whatever you know mirror we shouldn't start mirror because we're not as good as you know methodical or onyx coffee mm-hmm. lab or you know yeah. proud mary's we're never going to be as good as that yeah but then imagine like we would have robbed people all the people that we served in 2020 our first year in business yeah how much you know coffee that they wouldn't be able to enjoy of what we were able to produce yeah and i mean so listen to the conversation we would also have the rob the producer yeah i'm selling more coffee yeah. you know what i mean That's, like yeah, totally there's there's so many different aspects of like man just don't don't criticize yourself so harshly give yourself a little bit of grace to actually move forward yeah give it benefits us... everybody you and everybody else yeah for sure um, as we wrap up this talk, give us three takeaways, three practical takeaways from this talk yeah. that people can just take with them. Yeah, I would say first off, like remember that there's a difference between being like inspired and uh, what was the other word that we talked about? Being inspired and like basically copying someone and critiquing someone or being critiqued, like that concept. Like or comparing. Choose, comparing, comparing, yeah. that's the word. Yeah, so choose inspiration over comparison. Like allow some something to drive you forward, mm-hmm. but also with that side of the coin, like remember that being perfect is not the goal. Like perfection is not the goal. The goal is to give and to enjoy for yourself, but then everybody else. And then don't don't allow perfection to like you know bring you down and yeah. take away and make you um, basically insecure about what you have to give to the world because ultimately your art and what you're giving is better for you and everybody else for sure man i wish i i mean i could probably talk about that even more because we've we live this out so much i think in our everyday life but um we're gonna wrap that up right here guys thank you guys so much for joining us for another coffee roaster warm-up session talk hope you hopefully this was of some encouragement to you guys inspiration go out there create go try something new don't let perfectionism get the best of you uh but yeah Go brew yourself a cup of coffee, reflect what's good, and we'll see you guys in the next one.